Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Four three four and top is a very own Donny four four six. So he is clear. I believe the kids say. <laughs> so we'll move on to our scores and rank this week again. I'll start because I am lowest rank. So even though I posted my first ton score of the season, one hundred five points, I have took a rank drop thanks to Mister Kyogo Furuhashi, vice captain, who's blew my rank. But anyway. I digress. In goals, Roos, 7 points. Captain Taft, 20 points. Scale, 8 points. Taylor, 6. Atkinson, 1 point. In midfield, the Boyle transfer, 2 points. He's just got a couple of games tryouts. I will move them on, but 2 points first game. Lawrence, 4 points. Jota, 12 points. Up top, vice-captain Kolak, 26 points. I was smug and sadly thought I worked out well. Thought the note was going to come. Shankler, 7 points. Milovoski or Mayovsky, 12 points. Nothing on the bench, really. So that was 105 points, but a rank dropped to 400, which tells me there is at least 400 engaged managers or somebody who have just captain Tav and vice-captain Kyogo and they gave their team up and it's zombie their team all the way up. Potentially could be. But we'll see. Right, Tom, over to you. Who's your team in rank this week? Yeah, I'm uh, sitting at 61st and I got a total of 116 points. In goals, I had Roos for seven, uh, backline a solemn for two, Captain Tav 20, Scales eight, and Greg Taylor six. Midfield was a younger for two, Lawrence for four, Yota 12, and up front, Nubli two, Miofsky 12, and vice captain uh, Kyogo 41. Okay, Tony. Okay, so I just made the one change this week. I upgraded uh, Lewis Mayo to Sondholm, my recommendation of the week. So I had Roos and Goals for seven, Captain Tav for 20, Solholm for two, Taylor for six, Scales for eight, Lawrence for four, Ayunga for two, Jota for 12, Kolak for 16, Miofsky for 12, and Vice-Captain Furuhashi for a nice 41. So that took my grand total to 130, global score of 446. 
which is up one place from last week to fourth. I did have a nice 45 minutes top of the Mega League. <laughs> Made the most of it, but once the, the benches um, rolled over, it's, it settled me down to fourth. So, got it, man. Again, I'm happy with that. It's a, a nice, comfortable place to be. Yep, better be there than Rammer, that's for sure. <laughs> right, we'll go to results and into Tom for a bit of analysis. So, this week we had St. Mirren 1, Hibs 0 on Saturday, Rangers 4, Ross County 0. Kilmarnock 2, Motherwell 1, Aberdeen 5, Wellington 0. They're on the Sunday games with Dungeon 0, Celtic 9, which spelt the end of Jack Ross's reign in charge. And Hearts for St. Johnson 2. So, over to you, Tom. Uh, okay, first up, I've got Aberdeen 5, Livy 0. Uh, we've seen goals from Miofsky, McCrory, Basujan. Uh, Miofsky again with an assist from Hayes, and Duncan with an assist from Stewart. Um, Miofsky was the only player in this fixture to get more than a single shot on target with two um, for some reason he didn't take the second penalty Basujan did um, which was won by the Duke but um, the first penalty was taken by that was taken by Miofsky was won by Basujan so I'm not really too sure how they're working it there um, the midfielders at Aberdeen haven't really done a lot up until this fixture here um, and the goals were against 10 men, so I'm not going to get too excited on the likes of Basujan or McCrory um, or even uh, Claxon as well. Um, for Livingston, probably not a lot to report in this fixture. Um, Obelai missed a big chance, and for those that have went for a Livingston defender, the clean sheets haven't really been as consistent as perhaps what was what was hoped. What was your thoughts on this one, Donny? Yeah, Livingston did start the game well. Um, they created two good chances, I think Newbley and Obelai, as you mentioned. But then with Fitzwater getting sent off for the penalty, um, it just nullified any sort of attacking threat that they had. Uh, just on the second penalty, Miofsky gave it to Bazawan, and I think it was just because Bazawan won the first penalty. Just He handed them the ball. So Miofsky ideally should have taken it, but for some reason he just rewarded Bazawan. Um, for his efforts on the first penalty. But it was a good all-round performance from Aberdeen. And also, being an Aberdeen myself, I always think they're a confidence team. You know, last year, they just had none of it and they couldn't buy a win or a clean sheet. And already this season, although the, some of their games have been patchy, they're scoring goals, which for any team in the SPFL is, is a good thing to have. Um, so I think with, with this win and the Ross County up next... It should kick them on um, before they play Rangers. Um, so we'll see how that one pans out. Livingston were unlucky. I mean, that's to say, as soon as they went down to 10 men, that was it. And they've got Hearts and Celtic up next. So probably just avoid avoid your assets, put them on the bench or, or sell them, trade them in if you can. But uh, it was quite a good game. Aberdeen fans will be happy. Yep. Peter? Yeah, pretty much the same. I thought Langston did start not bad, but then once the man went down, they kind of the game plans at the window. But credit to Aberdeen. I mean, we all kind of tipped them. We all thought we'd think we were going to do not too bad this season. And give a couple of bumps along the road, they've actually done not too bad. I expect them to maybe... I mean, Donny mentioned last week, the Hearts game's going to Thursday, and you can't really see the Hearts team. The Hearts were the best team last year. I think people are kind of rushing, not rushing, rightfully so, coming off Hearts assets. And I think the next best step is look at the team that seems to be decent form as Aberdeen. Have we all got three Aberdeen players? Have we all got the yeah. double up defence and one up top? Tom, yeah. Yep. Okay. Right. So that just shows you that we've all, we all kind of trust them enough. And I think that's just the way to go going forward. 
I still don't see any reason to come off the players we're on right now. I mean, I was swearing about getting rid of one of the Aberdeen backup, or sorry, one of the Aberdeen defence, but that's back-to-back clean sheets. It'd be silly to move right now unless that late again. So I'm, I'm quite happy with our assets so far. Miofsky looks like a right good set and forget striker. I know yeah. Dory said he could be quite streaky with that. That's to be probably expected, but we've got plenty of price rises out so far. So when the time does come, I'm sure we'll be able to go most place we want to go. Yep. Yeah, up next, we've got Kilmarnock 2, Motherwell 1. Um, goals from Danny, assists from Armstrong, and Ash Taylor also scored with an assist from Polworth. Or was it Danny Armstrong that scored? I'm not too sure. Anyway, um, Motherwell uh, scored as well. Van Veen, um, who was Donny's differential uh, last week, or the week before. Uh, assist came from Spittle, who's been mentioned before. Uh, similar to Miofsky, Van Veen, he was the only player in this fixture to have a single shot on target with two. And he has been fairly consistent recently with the goals. And obviously he's on penalties as well. Um, Spittle's not a bad cheap option. Either I think he's around about sort of three point two something like that. So goal and assist from him so far this season I think. Um, but Kilmarnock dashed the, the clean sheets, the clean sheet hopes um, for those that brought in Solom this week. Um, uh, two second half goals to give Kilmarnock their first win of the season. Uh, as I mentioned, Ash Taylor got the second goal, and this is his second goal of the season so far, which isn't bad for a two point seven million mid uh, defender. Um, however. The clean sheets aren't a plenty for Kilmarnock, so he's probably not someone I'd be rushing to unless you're maybe just going to sit him on for the bench trick in the hope of getting the odd goal now and again. Uh, for now, I'm probably quite happy just to have Mayo just to kind of make up the numbers. Um, but other than that, I'm not keen on any Kilmarnock assets. What about yourself, Peter? Yeah, just Mayo. Right now, I've uh, the first one in the season. I didn't expect them eventually to start getting better under McInnes. We'll wait and see over the long run. I think I'm right in saying, I'll check later on, they've got the longest run without placing the Rangers. Double check. One. Oh, they must do. No, no, that's, that's the wrong team. That's completely wrong. No, wait a minute. I'm on the wrong bit of this page. That's You're it. probably right because they played them both yep. in first three fixtures. Yep, yeah, we've got Hibs and Johnson. Hibs and Johnson, Lonnie and Aberdeen, Hearts and Ross County and Johnson up to game week 13 anyway, so Mills is probably going to stay there unless I need a wild card for some reason. Uh, Motherwell, I know he's jumped so I can when I, I was travelling and the game was on, so when I seen it was one, Motherwell was thinking, Donnie's pulled it again, he's got another one. <laughs> and I managed to arrive and get the right access, I realised it down, so secretly I was kind of pleased that I'd, I'd not missed the boat on Solheim, so, but apart from Van Dien up top and Mayo at the back, maybe he can, the other cheap defenders will just do the bench trick. There's none really stands out to me so far. Oh. What about you, Tony? Yeah, I thought it was on another winner with Solholm. Um he did get an interception point. Um so these little differences do make um a difference at the end of the season. But yeah, the clean sheet was gone in the second half. I thought it was a very killy type of performance in the second half. Um they did show some good efforts in front of goal, but as I say, Ash Taylor, that's two goals that he scored now. He also got three bonus points. Um, if you had the budget, maybe upgrade from Mayo and try and make a small gain there. Um, Motherwell have still got a couple of good fixtures um, to go before they hit the run of hearts, Rangers and Celtic. So um, you probably get the last out of Kevin Van Veen. 
um, in his current form, but nothing else outside of that. But uh, a good win for Kilmarnock. Yeah. Um, next fixture we have Saint Mirren one, Hibs nil. Um, Bacchus scored with an assist from Strain. Uh, Bacchus was probably the man um, with the stats numbers in this one. He had a total of five shots, one on target, three off, and one blocked. Uh, he also missed a big chance, so he could have had a brace. Uh, however, this is his first return to the season, so don't get too excited. Um, I'm actually almost used to a younger getting a return every week, whether it's a goal or an assist, so a bit unusual for him. Um, but Brophy did hit the woodwork in this game. Um, that's another clean sheet for St Mirren. So they've had three out of the last three. However, the opponents have been Hibs, Dundee United and County, who all three aren't really... Um, doing too well at the minute. Um, they do have St. Johnston next, so that is a nice fixture. However, beware they do play Hearts, Celtic, Livingston and Rangers in the four fixtures after that. So I'd, I'd maybe uh, hold off on jumping on St. Mirren defence just yet. Hibbs, single shot on target from Newell. And I'm still not sold on Boyle, so I'm not rushing to get him in. What about you, Donnie? Are you going to get him in? No, I, I just don't see Hibs clicking at the moment um, for whatever reason. Um, so I'm staying away from them um, as far as any assets goes. But yeah, three wins out of three for St Mirren. They're kind of going on that little good run that Ross County had. You know, they're just pulling out results week in, week out. And it's a team we'd, we'd never really give them credit um, because they've, they've been so poor historically. But they're just ticking over nicely. Um, come the end of the season, they could be in the top half and pushing for Europe like like some other world did last season so it's, it's an interesting one for them Ayunga did have a quiet game um, I'm going to hold on to him for the St Johnston game and then maybe look to rotate him out cash in on him by the time the Hearts settle games um, come along but yeah Dundee United um, Hibs even um, just not convinced they've got a couple of good fixtures but until I actually see it until they maybe destroy a team um, I'm just going to stay clear yeah Peter, your thoughts on this one? Yep, I made the younger to boil jump, so I was kind of when I saw it was one nil, mm-hmm. I was looking at it going, "Here we go!" I gave it the one it kills, but obviously it wasn't. It was two points for two points. The thing really was as well. Boyle's a captain's option this week for me when Celtic playing Rangers, so that's where my captain's sitting right now. We'll talk about that later. Uh, just something different because you can't really predict what's going to happen and who to trust. I don't expect a clean sheet in the Celtic Rangers game, so. Uh, some men look good defensively. I know you just mentioned they're playing these games come up. So if you're on them before, well done. We have three clean sheets in the drop with a Tate or something like that, or even the goalkeeper. But I suppose you would just bench them if you've got them, probably gain interest. Otherwise, I've been moving on them right now. It's a bit late. Hibs, Donnie, Donnie mentioned last week, if they played a lot every week, the way they play against Rangers, they would have no problem. But they didn't look exactly anywhere near the same team. Some of them are too savvy for them. And, they are a, I don't know, a bag of frogs, Hibs, I don't know, I have to wait and see. I, I think Boyle is still class. I've jumped on him quick, but if he doesn't turn around next couple of games, he's, he's an easy move off to somewhere else, downgrade to whether cheap my field is playing well at the time. That's about it. Yep. Um, next fixture we have is Rangers 4, Ross County 0. Uh, we've seen goals from Lundstrom, Cholak got a brace, and Stevie Davis also scored. Two assists for Kent, one for Scott Wright, and an assist from Tav as well, uh, who managed a clean sheet, and he also hit the woodwork, so it could have been a big haul for Tav this week as well. Um, Cholak Brace was well-deserved. He had six shots, three on target, uh, which is pretty good for 
a Scottish Premier League game, um, two off target and one blocked. Um, and he also seems unchallenged for the striker position, so he looks like a nice safe pick. Um, Kent did get a couple of assists, but uh, he hasn't really been consistent, not as consistent as, as Lauren, um, and he's also more expensive as well. He didn't have any shots on goal, um, so I wouldn't be jumping on him at the minute. I think Lawrence is by far the better option. Uh, clean sheet for Rangers, however, no Yilmaz yet, so we don't have that sort of cheap entry into the, the Rangers' back line. Um, I moved off him this week. It uh, was one miss too many for me. Um, but it looks like sort of Tav, Lawrence and Cholak might be the, the three Rangers players of choice. County, probably nothing to add on this one from previous weeks. Uh, they're not really scoring any goals. There's no stand-up player. And there's plenty of options elsewhere. Donny, Rangers correspondent. <laughs> Give us a- it was a, a really good win. A good team performance um, and some standout um, play from likes of Kent and Wright. I thought it was refreshing to see um, after some of the struggles in the most recent week. But with a ref- poor refereeing decision again in, in this game, it's, you know, it's got to be called out even if it goes against my team. But Sands, you know, how he managed to stay on the pitch is beyond me. I think the grief that the referee got last week, he probably thought it wasn't worth the bother to, to send him off. So um, I think he's bottled that one. I don't think it would have had any impact on the result, but you know, you've got to call it out for what it is, and it was a bad decision um, not to send him off. But no, I thought thought Rangers were good. The goals were all good, um, and you know, pretty much uh, standard. You know, returns from Tavernier and Kolak. Lawrence you know, didn't really get much in this game, but he's certainly a hold um, for the Celtic game. That's a, a game that he could be quite dangerous in. Um, so yeah, good team football. If they can absorb the early pressure that Celtic's going to uh, come out with, then they, they, they could be dangerous. Um, but it's a hold for all the Rangers assets and and Ross County. You know they're they're starting to kind of show signs of being a, a relegation team um, already this season. They're not getting any luck, and they're they're certainly not getting the results. So I'm staying clear on them. Peter. Not much to add, yep. Uh, stay clear of Ross County. They've, they've not turned around yet. Did they win last week? Am I right in think they won last week? They did 1-0. Uh, I mean, but it's, obviously they're now... You can't really take much into consideration when they're going to yeah. Ibrox, Ibrox or Parkhead. So, we'll wait and see next week. Uh, who have we got? Aberdeen at home, so um, quite daunting as well. Uh, Rangers, I mean, I was just... Adam Moore... Probably surprised if they conceded a goal, which they didn't, so I was happy with that. Tav, works a trick. Kovac, vice-captain myself, thought, well, obviously, it was still a good return. I suppose you can't, you can't kind of just take him at Kyogre on Sunday to interact. It's still a good return of vice-captain, so that's the best I could have done. Uh, your three have got a question on the Rangers and Celtic players later, so I'm not saying too much about that into the game. I already answered it last week, Mystic Pedro, but we'll ask it again this week. Uh, I wouldn't move anywhere else, Tony. Would, would, would you bet? No, well, you can't really move next week. You wouldn't Rangers double up the fence, would you? No. And Lawrence Rangers have got Celtic away and Aberdeen away the next couple of games. To me, that's probably their two toughest trips of the season. Um, so just hold on to have and, and spread it out. They can still score. They'll be dangerous in both games, but clean sheets might be a no. Yeah. So I would just, just hold. I wouldn't be trying to get rid of players. You can bench them. Yeah. I know you get three of them, but I'm assuming nobody in the right mind is going to bench Tav, no matter what 
because there's always a chance of penalties, he's a crosser, he plays a winger sometimes, so there's always a chance of the turns. Uh, and just, I think it's a standard feeling, there's 4-0, there's not much stat, Tony, can I call that up? Yep. Uh, next fixture, we've got Hearts 3, St. Johnston 2. Um, Hearts goals came from Rowles, Boyce, Shankland penalty, which was won by Barry Mackay. Assists also came from Ginley and Gary Mackay-Stevens. For St. Johnston, it was Carey. Um, Considine also scored with an assist from Stevie May. Um, it looks like uh, Barry Mackay and Lon Shankland were rested after the fixture in Europe on Thursday night. Um, but they did come on to get the winner. Uh, Rawls so far has had one goal and one assist this season. However, Hearts have had zero clean sheets. Um, I suppose you could go on him for 2.8 million. is maybe not a bad option, but I probably want to see more clean sheets before making that switch. Um, Boyce, 5.4 million, quite expensive. Um, considering he's only got 11 points so far. I think there's better options out there with Miofsky, Cholak and Van Veen. Um, but maybe one to keep an eye on if uh, Hearts are going to rotate quite a lot. Um, Shanklin, three shots again. Uh, he, he had the most in this fixture despite only coming on for half the game. Um, he was subbed on at half-time. Um, him or Cholak's probably going to be my decision. There's only 1.1 million difference there. Um, so something to consider for me. Um, other Hearts players, Ginley hit the woodwork, as did Alan Forrest. Um, one goal and one assist for Ginley so far at 3.4 million. He could be a cheap way into the, the Hearts team. Yet to be convinced to 100%. Um, something to consider. Peter, your thoughts? Just on the boys thing, he is out for the season. Yeah. End of the day. I was okay. in the house today, so... My thoughts were maybe ready Shanklin next week, but I think unless Hearts are in a striker, they're limited up front, so it kind of makes Shanklin probably less irritation risk. I was looking for a Hail Mary this window because obviously at this point I knew my rank had dropped, so I needed Atkinson and Shanklin to return. Atkinson obviously didn't keep the clean sheets, so he's kept up his steady one point per game week that he's played in. Shanklin got some points off the bench, but I think my biggest fire will need Atkinson over Shanklin. He needs to stay another week. Plus, if it's Kyogo was trying to get to, they're playing Rangers next, so I don't imagine them scoring the crazy amount of goals. So, that'll just wait and see. I know. I, mean, <laughs> I hope he does, Donny. But I don't, think, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he will in this game week. Uh, just Hearts haven't kept clean sheets. I suppose it has been on Craig Gordon for the start. Must be frustrated. I'm quite surprised. But they're, they're, they're injury issues at the back, but they're still kind of churning out results. They're still sitting at the top end of the table. Real, realistically, they'll probably still finish there. I don't really see why he's doing this crazy amount of rotation when it's Sunday, Thursday. I, I don't think he needs to do this early in the season, but especially when they're actually out. But hey, hey what's up to him? Uh, St. John's are still, we looked a bit more of fighting them, but still stay clear. Yeah. Donny? Uh, yeah, not much to add to that. Um, as we've touched on, Boyce has done his cruciate, and I believe that's the third time he's done it. So talk about bad luck there. Um, so Shankland will be relied on more I think unless they've got a striker hidden away somewhere they're, they're going to need somebody um, to be able to do a job uh, Ginelli is, is a decent um, differential in the midfield at 3.4 I'm looking at Henderson um, taking up space in my team he's dipping in value that might be um, somewhere that I go um, if I can find some money 
But Hearts, um, they're playing. They're going to have a lot of Sunday games now. You're not going to see team news. It's you know, you might have to wait and see how they're going to rotate, who they're going to rotate, and then make changes from there. They do have favourable fixtures, um, so it probably is one to watch. St Johnston is just a consistent stay away. They they, they leak goals. Okay, they've scored a couple, um, but they leak goals far too much and look like easy pickings for every team that plays them. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just leaves the, the crown jewel of all fixtures from the weekend. <laughs> uh, Dundee United nil, Celtic 9. <laughs> um, we've seen, uh, first of all, we had a goal from Kyogo with an assist from Yota. Kyogo again. Then Kyogo got the hat-trick with an assist from Abada. Yota scored with an assist from O'Reilly. Abada scored with an assist from O'Reilly. Abada scored um, with an assist from Hitati. Uh, Abada scored with an assist from Maeda then Starfelt scored with an assist from Turnbull um, I didn't realise at the time that Abada had actually got a hat-trick as well as Kyogo um, he had the most shots on target in this game with four, Kyogo had three um, the only problem with Abada is his starts mm, perhaps this performance has maybe gave Ange something to, to consider um, probably not, I'd probably wait and find out first of all before jumping on him um, O'Reilly may be a better option. He seems to be more rel- uh, relied upon for for starts, but he's only had he only got two assists in, the, in this game as opposed to the hat trick. Uh, Kyogo, obviously the big price tag. We've, we've kind of discussed this in the past. Donny's been pretty adamant that um, Kyogo is a must-have. I've been dithering for the past few weeks of whether I was going to get rid, and I'm glad I never. Um, there was no Yakamakis in the squad for this game. Not too sure what's happened to him. Um, but Maeda can play as striker, and that's what we've seen. He was subbed on um, later on in the game. Celtic obviously got the clean sheet. Um, Glenn Middleton did hit the post, um, but that's about as close as Dundee United came. Uh, no Jens, and Starfelt scored his second goal, so they're neck and neck with two goals for the, these two centre-backs. So um, those that are looking for Jens as a cheap uh, way into the Celtic defence, um, it's not quite happening for him yet. Um, Greg Taylor's probably the safest option still um, Yota got his goal um, which had a little effect on my rank but um, it's good to have him in your team just for a bit of insurance Peter, what did you think of this fixture? It was great to watch maybe not for a fantasy point of view but it was great to watch as a Celtic fan uh, you could, you could, it was a perfect storm we did all mention that it, it could be coming so we're kind of playing on the up and then you could look at a team Direct of confidence completely, and I mean, I don't know when you watch these games. Normally, see when teams are getting scalped, they'll start doing fouls and taking bookings. They didn't even do that; they just totally gave up. I mean, after, see at half, well, we got to half time. I think as if they'd forgot that they were actually seven minutes injury time because of the heart injury, and they just kind of stopped playing. So it went two to four in those seven minutes, and that was um, defeated. He's been sacked, so it's hard to tell what to make it under United right now because. New coach going to come into, I'm assuming they're going to appoint a new manager in the next week or two. I'm hearing a lot of rumbles in the backstage that uh, Charlie Mulgrew and Tony Watts got a lot to blame. Uh, the fact that Mulgrew was, what's the word on Twitter, when it's actually a figure on Twitter, in the search engine, Mulgrew was coming up. Trending. Trending. Trending's a word, yeah, you go, I'm too stuff. <laughs> so we clicked into the Mulgrew trending to see what it was all about, and he's getting basically dogs abuse with United fans, him and Tony Watts. So I don't know if they were uh, undermining the manager from once he came in. Celtic again, 
You're talking about uh, Jack and Marcus. Tom was, I believe, just, just an illness. He expected to come back and play midweek. You're talking about Abada as well for rotation. I think you can safely say, maybe not 100%, but the front floor that starts against Ross Courtney will not be the front floor that starts against Rangers. So you can maybe take it for that. If Abada doesn't play and my other plays, I might rather be around on Saturday and vice versa. And I think Jack and Marcus probably start midweek and Kyogo's probably safe. You can pick any of the players on your team. I mean, I've got Taylor, Jota. I've only got, I'm only the two right now. It's just hard to get the two. And obviously, an idea where I'd like to get through the hash in. I need to know things about for that. But I don't know. I still expect to keep a lot of clean sheets. So it's a clean sheet versus the Matt O'Reilly 13-pointer. What's going to come off more often? But that's good for forward mm-hmm. forward anyway. Yep. Donnie, your thoughts on this one? Yep, so Celtic 9, Dundee United 0. Not the first time Celtic have failed to get 10. I'll give you that tomorrow. <laughs> I've, got another, I've got a better one after. Right. Sit tight. Um, so for me, yep, I think this is a, a wakey-wakey call to all non-Kyogo owners. I think they've been asleep at the wheel and missed out on the, the biggest haul of the season so far. I think the main thing for me was Celtic didn't have to qualify for Europe. Um, thanks to Rangers. Um, so they've had a free run at the fixtures. Everyone's been worried about game time and rotation, whereas it's not really upon us yet. Um, so the fact that he's the main man up front for one of the biggest teams in the league, you know, to me, it's a no-brainer. Uh, if he hadn't scored game week two, game week three, game week four, you could have easily taken him out. But he's just ticked over, ticked over. And had you watched any of the games, you would have seen the chances he's getting, the spaces he's going into. And, you know, this was never that far away. So probably going to miss the boat now. You know, he'll start at the weekend, but then, you know, we, we do run into Europe. So you, you might have just passed that chance by. Starfelt for James is probably a spanner for a lot of managers. They would have seen that as the, an easy way into the settled defence. And, and now it's gone against them. Um, so, you know, likes a Taylor um, who we've got, it just makes him again more attractive. He's the second cheapest option um, into the defence and his position's uncontested. So, yeah, Abada had a good game and probably went unnoticed, but Celtic have got about 100 midfielders, so it's hard to see past Jota um, for that spot. I didn't watch the game, so I'm going to assume half of the goals were offside and the rest were deflections. But we've got Rangers and Real Madrid up next. That's a total of 14 Champions League titles between them. So it's a, a much tougher test um, for Celtic. Um, team news is going to be key. Um, and one of the benefits, and I mentioned it on chat, is that because they both play Champions League, the majority of the fixtures will be on a Saturday. So we're going to get a lot more team news from both clubs um, at the weekend, which is, is handy uh, from a fantasy football point of view. Um, as we touched on, Jack Ross got sacked, which is not surprising. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they turn around. Um, they've got one, two, two games before they play Rangers. I'm sure they'll be a much stronger outfit by the time we have to play them, um, which is typical. But uh, no, stay away. Um, Celtic, OK, they do have Rangers, but they're probably still a goal threat. So Jota Kyogo is a hold for me. Maybe bench Taylor. Um, see how it pans out, but no, fantastic from a fantasy point of view. Thought Kyogo was going to go big, and he he rewarded me so. So, really happy to see those returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yep. Move on to the top 10. Yep, take it away, Tom. Yep. Uh, so our top 10 scorers for this game week, uh, Abada was uh, joint top with Kyogo, and um, both got 26 points. Um, Bada obviously being a midfielder and Kyogo being a forward another forward was in third place which was Cholak with 16 points uh, Basujin at Aberdeen got 13 he's obviously a midfielder Starfelt, uh, Selic centre-back uh, 13 points O'Reilly 12 points midfielder Yota 12 points midfielder um, Strain 12 points he's a defender Juranovic 12 points defender and Miofsky 12 points forward and there was no other players with 12 points that slipped through the net. So it was all good this week. Um, looking at the totals then, there's zero goalkeepers this week, three defenders, four mids and three forwards. And if we look at the totals for the season, uh, that's two for goalkeepers, 16 for defenders, 22 for mids and 10 for forwards. But I do think it is the kind of the same names creeping up amongst the forwards. Your Cholaks, your Miofskis, Kyogo uh, and Van Veen, the main the main ones to go for, really, and obviously Shankland as well. I think that was the first time, Tom, you, the top tens are up in double figures as well, which kind of explains yeah. the, the high goal scoring week for a lot of teams as well, because if you're, if you're on four or five of the guys, that's well on the way to get into the ton, so that mm-hmm. makes sense. Right, Donny, over to you for Donny's differential. Yep, so it's quite hard to pick somebody this week. Um, I was struggling, um, but I've managed to find somebody um, that I think could could be useful over the next couple of weeks. 
So again, just to recap, it's to identify a player that's currently low on ownership, but potentially in form and overlooked. Uh, it's just a recommendation. Kind of got last week one, not wrong, but as I say, he did, he did get interception points, so kind of made up for the, the two goals against. But I think there is still value in him. And Kevin Van Veen, my um, original uh, differential, is still ticking away nicely. So this week's player, uh, it's not Motherwell. We've managed to come away from Motherwell. He's the 18th most selected player in the game. It puts him beside David Marshall and Kel Roos. He's played all five games with an average game time of 86.2. And he's got 22 points. He scored one goal, no assists, but he did win a penalty in this game week. Two clean sheets and three bonus points. So our player of the week this week is Bazawin from Aberdeen. So this is somebody at the start of the season I thought we'd have a good season. We never really caught fire. And that's reflected in his price. He's gone from 4.2 million down to 3.9 million, which for me is quite an attractive um, figure. If we look at Ayunga, he is, I think he's sitting at 4 million. Mm -hmm, Once he gets past the St. Johnston game, is it? They've got, once he gets past his next fixture, then they play Hearts and Celtic, that might be the time to make the switch. Um, You can cash out and and potentially get um, returns from Zawin. So, Aberdeen were patchy at the start of the season, but they are starting to, to hit form and score goals, um, which I think makes them a danger. I feel Bazawan's a confidence player and that he could go on a hot streak over the next few games. They do play Rangers, but the fact that the game's at Pataudry and the crowd will be up for it, um, it is you know, a player that could cause um, trouble. And of course, they don't have Europe to worry about, so he's probably fixture-proof in that respect. It might be a good way out of the double Aberdeen defence. You've probably got Miofsky in there as well. Um, then that might be a good route to to you know come off of that, but still stay with Aberdeen as a, a team in form. But it's three point nine million, um, and he just you know scoring at the weekend, getting an assist. I think he he could he could go on a good run. Hopefully not from a Rangers perspective, but I think he could go on a good run. He's, he's got that ability, so. This week's player is Bazawan from Aberdeen, 3.9 million. He seems seems like he could could clutch in the next few weeks. So thoughts on that, Peter? Yep, I was just about to say about the Aberdeen triple up we all had before you mentioned it yourself. So yeah. I'm assuming you would need to by that point roll a transfer and then make yeah. a move to get off one of them. And I'd come off the goalie, which yep. isn't ideal, but you're just gonna have to shop around. Yeah, you would need two transfers. If you've got the triple up already to, to get to it, um, which I probably will do um, come the weekend, but I think he offers value. Tom, you got anything else to add to that? No, no, quite happy with that. Yeah. Just on, I mean, I noticed that Walker was getting mentioned 2.2 million goalkeeper. Commander mm-hmm. already said don't have to play Rangers Celtic for any time soon, yeah. so if their defence can get better, it could be an easy side step to yourself money and get the midfielder instead. So I'm keeping an eye on anyway. Because obviously, if you want the cheapest goalkeeper that's playing, it's, as long as he's not throwing balls in the back of every week, McInnes is notoriously a defensive manager, so if he can get yeah. that defence sorted, then he could be a decent option to move for Ruse. Like you said, I think Scales offers more attacking threat for the back. Yes. I'd rather, rather keep him. Right, we'll move on to questions then, guys. Yep. Yep. Good, okay. Get to Twitter. Right. First up, Kevin Wood, Kevin Fish, 89. Outside Celtic and Rangers, which teams would you target for defenders? And I'll come to you first, Dory. 
Okay, so when we talk about defenders, we're usually talking about clean sheets, but there's obviously other facets to the game. It's really hard to predict clean sheets in Scotland, um, so you might want to look for somebody that's got bonus points, interception points, um, all of those things. So somebody that we talked about quite heavily um, at the start when reviewing the game was Ash Taylor. Um, he has scored two goals, and he sits second for interceptions. And he also has three bonus points. So while it's not a team that you look for defensively, um, returns-wise, he, he is clocking up the numbers, so he could be a danger there. Uh, St Mirren, they have had a good run, and, and Tate's featured there. Um, if you fancy a punt, but I think they're running out of fixtures. And Solholm at Motherwell, who I've talked about previously, um, they've still got a couple of good fixtures um, to, to create chances there. So that's what I was thinking when we're, we're looking at defensive opportunities. Obviously, question yourself. Yeah, there's not a lot. Of, there's not a wealth of options outside Silicon Rangers that are getting consistent clean sheets. Um, if you take the recent trend, you could look towards St Mirren, but obviously after that difficult spell, if they're still doing quite well, I don't think Scales is a bad option. He's averaging five points a game. Last week he got uh, the, the recent game we just passed. He got eight points in total because he got uh, a point for three interceptions and a point for. Um, what was it? Uh, three tackles as well. So he's pretty nailed at Aberdeen um, and the fixtures are, are, are decent as well. Obviously, after that Rangers game, they've got a nice run again. So I, I, I quite like scales. Um, other than that, there's probably not a lot to to, to talk about. You can maybe jump on that uh, Motherwell uh, solemn. Uh, Motherwell had a couple of clean sheets recently. It's just trying to find the, the trends, I think. It's probably one of those ones where you're kind of going to have to chop and change and see mm-hmm. uh, who's in form and play the fixtures more than anything else. Um, especially, you probably have Tav, Taylor. It only really gives you another couple of options. Um, so that, that, those would be my options. Play the bench trick as well, place of defence. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Uh, all I mentioned, I mean, that's said before, Scales and Mayo gives you both four games a season where they can use a bench trick as well because you can't play against the parent clubs. And like you said, Tom, the fixture. So if you want to just go fixture-proof and you don't have to play him, it would be a Kamara defender or a Ross County defender and set him on the bench and maybe you can make your turns off him. And like you said, you just got to kind of watch for the trends. As you said, there isn't much chance of clean sheets. You can't really predict it in Scotland as much. So maybe they can beat him when you go out to the top three or four or so. Just kind of been lucky, kind of look at trends, won't I test, and hopefully you get it right. Right, next up is Donnie's Cup opponent, Ewan at Ewan RFC 83. Thoughts on Shatland and rest of the league games worth moving to Mayovsky or Coak? I'll start here. It is worth the move it, you could, but also just mentioned that Boyce is out for the season, so less chance of rotations. So until Hearts, for me, sign another striker or a backup or a young guy comes out of nowhere. Not a young guy, a player, a young guy, sorry. Uh, then <laughs> I would stick with Shackland, I think, if you've got other fires to put out. There's no, that's good moves for both the players, but I think he's less chance of rotation now, if nobody else there. I mean, they are going to take the league still serious, so they're not going to try to finish as high as possible. They want to qualify Europe again. So it's Shackland for me. I've got a couple of fires to put out. I've got Atkinson at defence. I've got, like yourself, Donnie Henderson in midfield. So Shackling goes down the list of problems to solve right now and if he returns in a couple of games, then good. What's your thoughts on it, Tom? I, I mean, I don't think Shankland's a bad option. Um, I look at the numbers every week and quite often he's getting three shots on target and he, did, he managed that on the weekend there, only playing 45 minutes. 
that's not that common, even among Celtic and Rangers players. Like looking at the Celtic midfielders, um, it's not that common. So even you could come on as a sub and score, and he's, he's on penalties and it showed that this weekend. Obviously, the boys thing uh, I wasn't aware of, but that's obviously a big factor as well. So I, I did notice that Janelli played up front for one of the, one of the games. Um, so that that could be, um, you know, a plus point for getting him in, possibly. Um, they've not had the draw yet, have they, for the Conference League yet? Yeah, they've yeah. got Fiorentina and some other teams. <laughs> I can't remember who else, but they've got Fiorentina. It depends who they're playing, I suppose. It depends who they're playing, and obviously how they get on midweek will give you a clue of maybe what's going to happen the weekend as well. So I don't think he's too bad an option at this point. Don yourself? Yeah, so as you touched on, Ewan's my uh, cup opponent, so let's calm down on the, the help here. Um, <laughs> the fact that he's a Rangers fan and doesn't have Kolak is a bit disappointing, um, but for me, you're never going to get a, an easier way into the Rangers' attack um, than, than Kolak. He's, I think he's 7-7 seven and seven now, um, uncontested while Alfie's uh, still out. So definitely, definitely um, go for him. Shankland, we've talked enough about him. He is definitely an option. Uh, as you say, if you can come off the bench and still make returns, um, that's always a good thing. Miofsky, I think I've sang enough praises about him. He is more consistent than likes of Kevin Van Veen and Nubley, who, who have had good starts to the season, but maybe um, less reliable. So it's always the same names that are, that are going about. I mean, I've got Kyogo, I'm not going to move him. I've got Kolak, I'm not going to move him. And I've got Miofsky, um, and I'm probably not going to move him. So I'm going to miss out on Sean Clint. He could catch fire like uh, Kyogo did, but I'll just have to take that risk. But he's not a bad option, um, and rested might actually ease off um, because of the injuries. So... Um, yeah, that's it. So, good luck, Ewan. Definitely means that, Ewan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Josh uh, Josh McCaffrey at JoshMCC underscore zero five. Despite a hat-trick with United, does Europe make Kegel a less viable pick? Can you consider a move, in my case, to Kolak after the old firm? Uh, I think we'll cover this quite often. Yep, I think... It will be. I'm interested to see the team news after the first Champions League game. We're going to probably get the team news from one of the teams to see how much rotation there is. I think I checked using Sutty Sutty stick. Is that sticking? Yeah. So it works out two games and two games of trot Champions League, then a space, two games again, then a space, and two games again. But in that second, or sorry, in that in that second space, it's going to be the Premier Sports League Cup. So for both progress. You basically got one blank game week out of six. Sorry, one blank midweek. I'm yeah. sure there's internationals there as well. So there's going to be rotation. We've both got big squads. It's just going to be. I mean, if Alfie gets back in, get back in there. Don, you get forced back in and play league games, Kolak for Europe or vice versa. Do you think that could, could happen down the line? I think it's Kolak's shirt to, to take away. He's, he's scoring, he's in form. He'll get rested tonight. You'll probably get Sakala um, playing tonight, but you, you don't take off a man in form. Um, one of the things that Van Bronckhorst said at the weekend was he didn't want to rest uh, too many of the players because he thought it would be too much of a gap um, between the next game. So that's why he, I think he only made one change. So you don't want to 
over rest these players. You do want to keep them ticking over. Um, so, yeah. My point is, Josh is talking about moving for Kyogo to Kolak, but I think Kolak could have the same as Kyogo. I think it's less of a risk because Celtic have got more attacking options right. than we do. Um, so, for me, I think you'd be safe. If you did want to, to go, then you could. But until I see anything happen with Kyogo, I'm just going to stick with them. You know, we've, we've talked the panic so much. It's not actually happened yet. So until yeah. it does happen, I'm just going to stay with them. And even if it does happen, he could come off the bench and, and still clutch. That's so. what I was going to say, Rick. It could be exactly what what's happened. The last 20 minutes, they just roll reverse. He gives on yeah. the tad defence and scores a goal. Tom, thoughts? Yeah, there's not really much to add to that. Both are great options. Obviously, with the Morelos situation, Cholak uh, isn't the... Um, he's a bit more safer in terms of stats, but... Both are, both are great options, so maybe it's just a case of playing the fixtures and keep an eye on team lineups and early team news. Right, okay. And last question is Andy Penman with a question that we often get every <laughs> four times a year. How do you navigate the old firm games when you've stacked with three versus three in your team? Bench defenders and cross your fingers or sell one or more for the short term? Right, I'll start. I wouldn't sell any. It's only one game week. They don't play other game for one week, so I wouldn't bother that. Unless you get two and you want to roll and bring one back in. Uh, I was thinking about this today, actually, because I was, I was walking around my daughter and I was thinking to myself, how would you do this? You've got to, I suppose, go for who you actually win first. So, obviously, me and Tom will say Celtic, Tom will say Rangers. Set your team up that way. And then bench the players you have to get the least return. So, I mean, I'm going to play Tavernier. I'm going to play Jota. I'm probably going to play Kolak. And then it brings down to Taylor or Lawrence. And who do I think is going to have the most points? Now, do I think Rangers haven't? Do I keep having a clean sheet? Probably not. So that would probably make Kolak, Ben, and Taylor benched. And then if Taylor do keep a clean sheet, you get Taylor off the, off the bench. That's my way of thinking right now. I've only got two Celtic and three Rangers. So again, do I bench? Again, I've seen three Rangers. I could just bench one and have two and two. And then can I play it for there? I'm a... Uh, I wait to close at the time and get team news. Also, the Wednesday night and tonight for Rangers, there's games in Europe, injuries involved, and then we'll see what happens with the press. And then it is a, a question of just I mentioned it all the time. You don't really know that much. Everybody's going to be probably this. And everybody's taking a game series is giving the same boat. They're going to have at least four players playing, and one of them's going to be Tavernier. So I'll be keep playing Tavernier. So just play him, and I don't think you're chasing too much points. Donny, how do you go about it? Yeah, pretty much the same. So I kind of just go through the thought process of will Celtic score, yes or no? Will Rangers score, yes or no? And I kind of think, well, yeah, they probably will both score. Um, both teams are playing well at the moment. They're in form. Okay, Rangers drop points to Hibs, but they've been playing well in Europe, so they've got good confidence. So both teams can quite easily score. So that means your defence is the, the most risky position. And then you've got Tavernier. You're not going to bench him. So for me, it's Taylor. I can bench Taylor. If Celtic get a clean sheet, then he's more likely to come on. And with the the positions elsewhere, I've got Jota, I've got Kyogo. So if Celtic score, I'm probably going to get returns there. And for Rangers, I've got Lawrence, Tavernier and Kolak. So if Rangers score, I'm probably going to get returns there as well. So I've spread my bets. It's just one game. Each team's got a good chance as any. Celtic will have um, the advantage because they're playing at home. Um, and for me, that that might sway things as well in terms of, of captaincy, etc. But as long as you've got a strong bench and you can stick a defender in there or um, cover it at the back, then you should should be okay. 
Tom, how'd you go about it? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. You've got to kind of come up with what scenario you think is the likeliest and then structure your team around that. Tav can get returns at either end of the pitch, so you can stick him in and hopefully, as you said, he can get a penalty, he can get a, an assist, anything. Uh, he's on free kicks, could easily get a goal. Uh, Lawrence, Yota, Furuhashi, all attackers, all could get points. The only one I'd maybe say is that maybe this time round is Greg Taylor because he's not really known for his attacking returns, so he's the one you could stick on the bench. Um, but even then, you've got to be you've got to be fairly confident in one of your other defenders. I think this season, if you've got Tav and Kyogo, it's taken up a lot of your budget, so you're maybe not too enamoured with starting with the likes of Mayo or someone like that. So you've kind of got to weigh it up. Okay. Right, that brings on to fixtures then. Uh, right, so game week six. So we've got one early team news for a game that probably won't really matter much when it comes to fantasy-wise, team-wise, because we're going to pick our strongest teams. So I think there's Rangers, and then on Saturday later on, we've got Johnson, St. Martin, Ross County, Aberdeen, Motherwell, Dundee United, Livingston Hearts, Hipscomb, Arnock. So they're all played in one day, actually, so that's actually good. We'll get it cut updated. So now you've heard those fixtures... What is your captain, vice-captain, and any transfer plans this week, Tom? Uh, transfer plans, I'm not too sure what to do. Um, I could go for Van Veen against Dundee United, uh, get rid of Newbley just for him. I've got two transfers, so I could use one just to do that, just for a one-week punt, see how we go with that. Um, the, probably the hardest one for me this week is who I'm going to, Captain, vice-captain, I could stick it on Miofsky, someone like that. Captaincy-wise, I'm not too sure. Um, given Scales got eight points last week, could stick it on him. Ross, Ross County aren't scoring goals. Not a bad option. That's not too bad, actually. Don yourself, captain, vice-captain, any transfer thoughts? Uh, I don't think I need to make any transfers. Uh, was you only getting team use for the Rangers Celtic game unless there's anything that jumps out there and it makes me want to change I'm just going to leave it um, there is cup games um, this midweek Rangers and Celtic have got big enough squads that there shouldn't be any main assets at risk here but Aberdeen are playing and other teams will be playing as well so just check for injuries come on off the back of those ones Captaincy, I write these things down in advance. At the moment, the order I've got the captaincy is Kyogo and then Tav. Uh, that'll probably change by the time I've got the, the battle fever on on Saturday, <laughs> and I'll, I'll change it back. I've got Mioski penned in for Vice, I think. Again, he's he's on form there. But um, Motherwell Dundee United, they're going to have some kind of interim management in place, so they might put in more of a, a sort of yeah, toughened up performance, whether they, they get a goal or a clean sheet there, but Motherwell through Van Veen is an option and St Mirren are playing well away St Johnston um, is probably another target um, fixture, but um, I have, I've, I'll be an old firm captain and vice-captain Miofsky uh, with no changes. Right, I'm vice-captain Miofsky and I'm captain Boyle that was kind of another reason to bring her in last week the different reason. I know you're shaking your head Donnie, but it's Kamarnock at home I'm not going to go Captain Tav and I haven't got Kyogo, so I'm just going to go something totally different and I might play off. Right. Transfer, transfer thoughts. I've got Atkinson and Henderson sticking, sticking up my team. 
I might roll it and just go with hope Axon plays again, or I might have a look see some cheap asset I can bring in to start the devil playing. As it stands, I probably think I might just roll it so I'll get two next week and I can make a move somewhere on grid two. For example, if Boyle's things out of place, I can downgrade him and upgrade somebody else. But that's the plans. Right, the Regan Charles Cook Cup. The third round leg one results are up. Also, this next game week is the second leg, which will be interesting because obviously it falls with the old game in it. So, some scores that are maybe not as close could end up being closer. Definitely. So, before we go, we're normally, I say, we're going to do an FPL podcast every second week, but start this podcast late so we can't get it done in time. Otherwise, it would be after deadline and there's no point. So, How's your game week going? So I, I come alive as I'm sitting in the highest rank. How, how are you getting on after game week four? And what is your plans for game week five midweek? I'll start with you, Donny. Yeah, so I obviously did the Captain Salah the weekend, 9-0. Every time I got that goal alert coming through, I was like, yes, yes, and then nothing. So that's enough for him to come out of my team. I'm fed up seeing his name, so I swapped him out, um, freeze up cash for Diaz, and then I had Tony... Um, and I managed to upgrade him to Kane. So I think my team looks looks far better now. Um, Kane, Jesus, and Haaland up front. I've still got some uh, good players in midfield, Martinelli, Gross, uh, Diaz, and, and Solid at the back as well. So much happier with my team. Um, I've got captain on Jesus just now. I think Haaland is a risk. Um, Guardiola has talked about rotation. But in terms of coming back to the game and not playing it for a while, I got seventy four points last week. I'm four hundred and sixty k, so I'm I'm ticking over okay, and just burnt by that nine nil, missing out on all the action, which can happen. But there you go. It was funny. I, I mean, I saw the score, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, ranks away to help." It was it getting on? I was and I looked through it, and not one salary turn. Yeah. That's kind of like that one was it Havertz last year? Tom, remember Chelsea won seven. Everybody bought yeah. Havertz anyway up top. And he didn't, and every Chelsea asset got a return or a clean sheet, apart from the man they brought in Havertz done nothing. How are you going on, Tom? How's your game week or season going so far, Maranke? Um, I've I went up from just over three million to uh, one point eight million, so happy with that jump. Uh, I got seventy five points last game week. Um, I captained Jesus, so that was just two points. I felt fair chuffed when. Salah never got anything. I thought, well, he's just has got to get something. So I'm, I've got something on the Salah captainers there. But um, Haaland, 17 points. Kane, 10 points. Trent, 17. Uh, Sanchez and goals got me eight. And Gabriel, nine. They all made up a pretty decent score. Cucurella, five, two. Um, put, uh, transfers, I had two transfers. I got rid of Salah for Diaz as well. And I got rid of Bailey um, because he was just dropping like a stone in price-wise. And I brought in Rodrigo this week. Right, so that's two done this week. Right, so I had 89 points last week, and that was also no cap, no, no Salah. I had Captain Haaland, so I made the right choice. Uh, I had Trent, 17. I already got Diaz, so I'm on that train. I'm fine with that, 14. Uh, and my moves this week, let me see. I made a move, and I thought, yep. I've got the James injury, so I took out James. I brought in Estupinan, I think that's how you see his name. The Brighton mm-hmm. defender. Good fixtures coming up. He has got Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth, and Crystal Palace. And that's for a national break where I plan to wildcard anyway. So he's in for a few went to Brighton defence. Nobody's on Sanchez, but I've already got Messler in goals for Leeds. I don't want to change the goalkeeper unless I need to. So the team set up this week is 
Messler and Goals, Perisic, Espinan, Cancelo, Trent, Diaz, Rodrigo, Martinelli, Tony, Jesus, Haaland, first up, Andreas got next game week. I've been narrow, so quite chuffed for that. Again, we'll try to next week make it a proper APL chat. We've got stuff to do. This depends on timings, and also this game week being midweek didn't really help much because obviously you're trying to get a podcast out and the game's live. There's no point, people just no point listening to it. So we're finishing up. Tom, get your plugs in. I am at FFS underscore Skill on Twitter. You find Donnie. me there. And I am at FFS underscore Donny. Yep, I'm at Fantasy Half. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, good luck game week, and we'll see you next week. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>